0: and welcome to Preston Hollow Presbyterian Church and to this service of worship on this Holy Palm Sunday. If you are worshiping with us this morning for what is one of the first times, we want to say a special word of welcome to you. If you are a visitor in our midst, we invite you following worship to head through the doors to your left and into the atrium to stop by the welcome desk where there are folks with bright yellow name tags who are there to greet you and answer any questions that you might have about the life and ministry of this congregation. I do invite all of you to find the blue friendship pads that are located at the end of your rows, and if you would, take them and sign them and pass them down the row, not only as a way to register your presence with us in worship this morning, but also so that you might note the names of those who are worshiping beside you, so as an act of Christian hospitality, we might greet one another by name following worship this morning. There's also prayer and connect cards in your pews. If you are looking for ways to go deeper in ministry or if you have a joy or a concern that you would like to make the pastoral staff aware of, we invite you to fill those out and to place them in the offering plate at the appropriate time in worship. On the back page of your bulletin is information about things that are upcoming. There is much that is happening in our midst as we journey into Holy Week together, particularly around Monday, Thursday and Good Friday holy saturday and easter sunday we will also have the opportunity to join together for lunch following worship in a special palm sunday brunch so information and details on that are also on the back page of your worship bulletin this morning today's palm sunday worship service is a special service palm sunday marks the beginning of holy week one of the most sacred weeks in the christian calendar And so, as we worship God this morning and celebrate Palm Sunday, our story will walk through the story of Holy Week day by day, because just like our lives, Holy Week happened day by day. Our service will use music and the ancient Jewish tradition of Midrash. Midrash is a tradition that weaves together the art of storytelling with the truth of Scripture. And so as we worship together this morning, we invite you to lean into the text, to imagine yourself there, to feel the truth of the narrative. For This is a powerful story. Please join with me as we call ourselves to worship. On our best days with deepest joy, God be with us. On our worst days of pain and brokenness, God be with us in every moment in between. God be with us in this hour of worship. God be with us.
1: You know, it was Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning when they had come near Jerusalem. They were in Bethpage, the Mount of Olives, it was then that Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If uh, if anyone says anything to you, just say this, uh, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, "Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed. They, they brought the donkey and the colt. They put their cloaks on them, and they sat on it very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others, others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the roads. The crowds that went ahead of him and the crowds that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, uh, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. And this, this is where our story begins.
2: Who is this? I heard he was a
3: carpenter's son. I heard he was from Nazareth.
4: can anything good come from Nazareth? Who Who is this? I heard he knows John the Baptist.
5: I heard he was related to John the Baptist. I heard he can heal people. Who is he? Do you think he? he can heal me? I heard he talks to Gentiles. I heard he talked to
2: children. And women. And tax collectors. Oh,
4: seriously? Who is
2: this? I heard he's the son of David. I heard he's the son of man. I heard he's the one we've been waiting for. I heard he was born of a virgin. I heard he was born in a stable.
6: Who Who is is this? this?
3: Why is he riding on a donkey? And how does he have so many followers? Can you believe he's showing up
2: Caesar's parade? (laughs) Do you think Caesar knows that a man from Nazareth has earned a similar parade?
6: Who Who is is this? this?
7: I don't know who he is, but I've heard he's gracious and kind. I heard he fed 5,000.
4: I heard he helped the blind man see.
2: Do you think he sees me? I heard he can walk on water. Is that even possible? I heard he can save us.
7: I heard he can save all of us.
4: Who is this? Who, who
6: is, is this man? man?
2: morning. morning. I come here every Monday morning. It has always been like this, at least for as long as I can remember. My parents talk about a time when this room used to be packed with people here to pray and hear the Torah every week. They talk about those days like they were the glory days. If only they could get back there. Now? Now the temple is primarily a marketplace. I come here every week for the farmer's market to buy eggs and figs, food for my family, and they have the best bread. (laughs) I've never felt guilty for that because I pray on my own and we still celebrate Passover, so is it really that big of a deal? I used to think not, but that changed the day Jesus showed up. I don't know if I will ever forget that day. I had just bartered with Samuel from down the street for two fresh fish for my kids. That's when I heard the sound. It was so loud, a crash, a a splintering. For a brief moment, I thought God might be tearing open the walls of the temple and climbing inside. I turned around, hands full of fish, to see the money changer's table turned over and the doves flapping wildly in their cages. Coins slowly rolled their way across the holiest of holies, and everyone froze. I've never heard silence so loud. Jesus paused and looked around the room. Quietly, he said, My house is to be called a house of prayer for all nations quiet, I felt myself hiding the two fish in my hands behind my back like Adam and Eve hid behind leaves, wishing the coins in my hands could disappear. And then, as quickly as he arrived, he turned and left. I can't be sure, but it looks like there might have been a tear running down his cheek. And for a second, I wondered to myself, maybe... Maybe that sound really was God tearing open the walls of the temple and climbing inside. Who is he, you ask? I'm not sure, but he's not like me. He's faithful. He's honest. There's nothing hiding behind his back. Have any of you ever felt shame? Have any of you ever wanted to hide something from God? Confess with me. God, for all the things we try to hide from you, forgive us.
6: Tuesday.
3: Do you know how many laws are in the Torah? 613. You know how I know that? Because I spent my entire youth memorizing them. Hours upon hours upon hours of repetition. And after I mastered those, I went on to memorize the entire Torah. That's the first five books of the Bible, by the way. I spent all those hours sitting at the foot of my teacher so that I could one day teach. That's what faithfulness, sacrifice, and a life of service looks like. Or so I've been taught. I've talked to every scribe and priest in the land, and no one knows taught this Jesus. No one raised him to teach. No one knows if he even passed his Torah comprehension exam. (laughs) Where does he get his authority? And why are people listening to him? That is what just blows me away. His teachings are unorthodox. He's healed on the Sabbath. He talks to Samaritans. He has completely disregarded our societal order, going so far as to befriend women and lepers. Lepers! I just... Does he even know how many rules he's breaking? I just don't understand. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. Yeah.
7: to Bethany. People talk like that. People also talk when you break open a bottle of perfume in a crowded room to anoint someone. I learned that the hard way. In a few years, they may forget my name, but I'll bet they remember what I did. I was the woman who anointed Jesus. And it remains one of the moments in my life that I am most proud Jesus was at Simon's house. He often went there when he was in the city, and I knew that. We all knew that. It's hard to miss 12 people packed into a crowded room. So before the sun fell, I grabbed my jar of perfume, the only item of wealth I owned, and I walked to Simon's. I had begged and saved for years for that jar of perfume, it was my backup plan my safety net when I could no longer work, so I kept it hidden away in a cupboard. The whole way to Simon's, I clutched that jar like a mother holds a baby, terrified that it might slip from my hands too soon and anoint the dirt at my feet instead of the man who had healed so many. I was terrified to lose the only gift I had to give him. And it wasn't until I walked through the door and saw Jesus sitting there that I was able to release my grip on that jar. I had made it. I had my gift, and this was the moment. The smell was unbelievable sweet like milk and honey, but even stronger than fresh baked bread. I knew when I cracked that jar open that it would be overpowering, sending people out into the streets, but I had to do it. People criticized me for wasting that perfume, but they don't know the whole story. They don't know what it means to be seen and called by name, and they have no idea the type of healing that Jesus offered me. And they could probably never understand what I would give to do it all over again. I mean, how do you put a price tag on life? On full and abundant life? I don't need everyone to understand. I just needed him to understand. He gave me the gift of new life, so in return, I gave him everything I had. Who is that man, you ask? He was grace embodied and love let loose. And I, I will never be the same.
0: What would you give if you could? What treasure is hidden away? What love has been left unsaid? This month, our Every Dollar Counts offering those single-dollar bills placed in the offering plate will support the Mill City Farm, an urban farm being developed in the Fair Park neighborhood. As we prepare to receive our morning tithes and offerings, let us pray. Gracious God, when we hide away our treasure in cupboards for ourselves, forgive us. Inspire us to be as generous as the woman with the alabaster jar. Our whole lives poured out for you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our morning tithes and offerings.
8: Creator of the stars of night, your people's everlasting light, O Christ Redeemer. mother mine. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna, Hosanna. Just now the spirit three in one praise on
7: Wednesday evening.
4: Could he really have been the Messiah? The Son of God? Could he really be the one that one God would send to redeem the world? Really? Oh, there were days I was convinced he was. Like the day he fed five thousand people. It was miraculous. I still can't figure out how he did it. But I was there. Oh, and people ate their fill. Or the night he told Peter to walk to him on the water. I could never begin to tell you how that happened. Oh, but I was there. It was real. Oh, but there were other days I wasn't quite so sure. Like the day he sent us out two by two. Did he really expect us to be able to do what he did? Or the day he rebuked the Pharisees? Could the Son of God really be that hard on people? Oh, I wanted. I wanted to believe he was the Messiah. I really, really did. I wanted to give everything I had. But something deep within me wasn't settled. I was beginning to lose sleep over it. And the Pharisees began whispering in my ear. What if he wasn't all he said he was? What if everything I saw could be explained? What if I had risked my life only to find out he was just another great teacher among many. It was that unsettled voice deep within me that told me to do it. That small voice was more powerful than my will, my thoughts, and my faith. It ruled me, and I followed it. Most people said I would trade him for the money, but that would be too simple. I handed him over because I couldn't know who he was for certain. There is no black and white, no 100% when it comes to God. And that shade of gray ate at me. Who was that man you asked? If you'd have asked me last week, I would have told you I'm not entirely sure. Ask me on Sunday, and my answer will have changed.
1: I would invite our communion servers at this time to find their place in the transepts. It was Thursday night. He was at table with his disciples. They were gathered for the Passover meal. Little did they know then that this meal would come to redefine what love and grace and mercy is for the whole world. It happened without them knowing. He took a loaf of bread and after giving thanks, he blessed it and he broke it. And he gave it to them and he said, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then the same way he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. It's sealed in my blood, it's shed for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink it, drink all of it and do this in remembrance of me. And then they prayed. So let us pray. Good and gracious God, we bring all of ourselves to this table. We bring the many stories that make up our entire lives. Trusting that you, through this bread and cup, will meet us right where we are that we might be made whole again, healed and fed and forgiven and sent out into this world to love as you have taught us. So we ask that you, O God, would pour out your Spirit upon us and upon these gifts of bread and wine, that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and blood of Christ. For we Pray this, and all things, in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. My dear friends, we will celebrate communion this day by remaining seated in our pews. As the bread is passed, you're invited to take a gluten-free cracker and to eat it. As the juice is passed, you're invited to take a, a cup and hold it. We'll share in the cup together as our... Unity in the body of Christ. Come, now the table is ready. Let us enjoy the feast. this is the cup of the new covenant drink ye all of it
4: Thursday evening.
5: It all happened so fast. It was late, later than I had realized, and sleep was clinging to me like a fog I couldn't shake. I heard the crowd arrive in my dreams. At first I thought it was a crowd of people wanting Jesus to heal them. I thought selfishly for just a moment, how in the world did they find us here? That's when I started to wake up. I realized the crowd didn't sound right. It wasn't people praising Jesus or begging for mercy. It was too quiet, far too quiet for that. And in the quiet, I could hear the clink of the swords in the sheaths. Frantically now, I pulled myself from sleep, shaking awake my brothers and trying to stand up quickly. I saw Judas at the front of the crowd. What is he doing there? Maybe things will be okay after all, I thought. But I was wrong. In a split second, my whole world fell apart around me. The rug was ripped out from underneath me, and it happened as quickly as a summer thunderstorm and as slowly as the change in seasons. The crowd with clubs and swords were taking Jesus. They were taking him away, and he was not fighting it. Maybe if I had stayed awake like he asked, this wouldn't have happened. Maybe if we had left Jerusalem and gone back to Bethany, this wouldn't have happened. What am I supposed to tell my family? The man I have seen heal the sick and walk on water has been arrested. And the angels didn't stop it. Who is this man, you ask? He's not a criminal, that's for sure. It all happened so fast.
1: On Sunday, he was everything. On Sunday, he was the center of the parade, the center of our attention. And it was holy and unexpected and beautiful. Who was he?
2: On Monday, he turned the world upside down. He flipped the tables while he flipped the script. I've never seen anything like it before.
3: was he? On Tuesday, he was a teacher. But he wasn't like the other teachers. He sat, and they sat. He spoke, and they listened. What they don't know is,
7: he hasn't earned his place.
6: Who was he?
7: On Wednesday, he gave me the gift of new life. So I gave him everything I have. People may have stared and talked, but new life does that sometimes.
4: Who was he? On Wednesday, he was nothing more than a man worth 30 pieces of silver.
2: Who was he?
1: On Thursday night, he was the body of Christ broken for us. The blood of Christ shed for us. Who Who was was he?
5: On Thursday, he was betrayed. He was arrested. He was treated like a convict. On Thursday, he was alone, and I was asleep.
6: Who Who was was he? he?
1: It's the question that everyone's asking. It's the question of Holy Week. It's uh, actually the question of our entire lives in order to seek to answer this question, we have to walk every day of Holy Week. So we're going to gather here again this Thursday in this very sanctuary to gather around the table once again as we celebrate his very last meal. And we're going to gather here on Friday for his final breath, carrying all the questions all the many questions of our entire lives. And then we'll gather again next Sunday on Easter because this question, this question simply will never leave us alone. So as we walk these days of Holy Week, may God give us the grace never to sell ourselves short, Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to recognize that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and far too small for anything but love. May God take our minds and think through them. May God take our lips and speak through them. And may God take our hearts, each and every one of them, and set them on fire. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Guide us on these holy days. Go in peace.